0: Correspondent Martina Fitzgerald. The ORTE exit polls predict an emphatic yes vote. Posters also obtained information behind those figures. Of the more than 1,200 people polled for these supplementary questions, 82% said they had not changed their minds about how they would vote during the referendum campaign, and 76% said they had not changed their minds about abortion over the last five years. On a separate question, when asked when they decided how to vote, 12% said it was during the campaign and 8% said it followed the public disclosure of the case of Savita Halepenavar, who died in University College Hospital Galway in 2012. When asked about influencing factors behind their decision, more than three-quarters said they were affected by people's personal stories covered in the media or by the experience of people they know. Only 10% said they were influenced by posters. When other influencing factors were put to voters, most indicated women's right to choose, followed by the risk to the life or health of a woman, were important. In terms of availability of abortion on request up to 12 weeks, 52% said they strongly or slightly agreed, but 38% strongly or slightly disagreed. Just 1 in 10 people surveyed cited their religious views as an influencing factor. An exit poll for the Irish Times indicates a similar outcome. The Ipsos MRBI poll with an estimated margin of error of plus or minus 1.5% Suggests a 68% yes to 32% no.
1: This is the phenomenal the
0: now Un- the final result expected sometime in the late afternoon.
2: Unbelievable. Conor
0: McMorrow of our political staff reports.
2: There are no official results yet, but campaigners on both sides have been reacting to exit polls which indicate the referendum on the Eighth Amendment will be passed later today. Boxes are just opening in count centres across the country, but Tisha Leoverancher tweeted last night saying it looks like Ireland will make history today. The Fianna Fáil leader Michael Martin said that the exit polls point to the referendum being emphatically passed. He stressed that it is important that we respect and count every vote. He said the Oireachtas should move efficiently to enact the will of the people. The Love Both campaign has said exit polls paint a bleak picture for retention of the Eighth Amendment. Dr. Ruth Cullen of Floodbuth said if the exit polls are borne out today, it will represent a sea change on abortion in Ireland and sadly pave the way for an abortion regime that has nothing to do with healthcare and everything to do with abortion on demand. Labour leader Brendan Howland said people have voted to meet the needs of women with care and compassion at home. He said that after 35 long years, Ireland has finally turned the page on a shameful chapter of its history.
0: Referendum result day coverage continues on Radio One and RTÉ One Television throughout the day. There'll also be continuous live updates on rte.ie. In other news, President Trump. Right, says I
1: must go here now and see what's on TV. I mean that this. I knew this last night. I, when I was, came out and started to drive home. No, where was I last night? I know where I was. I was. I was at the team meeting, team debriefing meeting for Toastmasters Safe Haven Conference and came out, came while I was there. I I was looking to see um, if the exit polls had been published and I saw that the Irish Times one had been published and it was shocking. I mean, utterly unbelievable. I wasn't prepared for this, the vote, to be that... Uh, strong, N- not at all. Now let's see what's going to happen uh, on RTE television. So,
0: uh, uh,
3: now this is an interesting one, this is what they call the thermometer, uh, how people view uh, the availability of abortion. So people were asked to fill out a 10 uh, eleven-point scale actually, where zero means that you think there should be a total ban on abortion in all circumstances, And 10 means you think that abortion should be freely available. So people are asked to put themselves on the scale. We group them together, 0 to 3, so that's the really anti-abortion side, Mm -hmm. 4 to 6, the middle ground, 7 to 10, the much more pro-choice side. And as you can see, 23% would view themselves as very anti-abortion, 25% in the middle ground, about a quarter, and 51%, half of voters, put themselves on the upper end of that scale uh, where they are in favour of free availability. And what's really interesting, uh, Keelan, is... The exact same question was asked when we did an exit poll after the general election in 2016, two years ago, so that's before the Constitutional Convention, it's before the Aroftus Committee hearings on abortion, it's before the campaign, and the results, oddly, were very, very similar, Um, because if you look back in 2016, this group was 20%, so in the meantime, the number of people saying they're anti-abortion has gone up by three points. Uh, this group was 30%, so the people in the middle ground have gone down, and this group was 46%. So in those two years, the extremes at either end have gone up. The middle ground has shrunk.
4: So people are, are putting their, yeah. their colours to the map. No, if, you you look at the,
3: if you look but at the overall figure, the, 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 the average figure, it's almost exactly the same as those two years. That's
4: interesting, but I suppose what you can read from this is this middle ground, they went to yes. Yes, yes absolutely. When they went into the polls. Yeah. So now we break this down... It, into the way people voted. These are yes voters, and this is their Yeah,
3: release. and as, as uh, not surprisingly, um, 71% of them are on the pro-choice end of the scale. 25% of them are would put themselves in the middle. That's a little surprising. This is a bit odd. Mm. 4% of yes voters don't approve of abortion being available. Uh, some of them think there should be no abortion in any circumstances. 4%, that's a little bit odd.
4: That's, ha- that's a hard time to say, but equally, there's a,
3: there's a mirror image of that yeah. here. These are the no voters, their yeah. stance on abortion. So 67% of no voters are in that very, very anti-abortion scale. 25% are in the middle, which is the same as, as on the other, uh, uh, among yes voters. And then 6% of people who voted against the referendum, against removing the Eighth Amendment, would see themselves as quite pro-choice. So, I don't know.
4: That may be a blip it's hard
3: to understand but it's interesting that it's in both yeah, uh, in yeah both the four and of. the six and yeah. um,
4: david we've lots more to talk about in this uh, exit poll We've lots more questions to delve into but for now thank you
5: very much indeed for
6: that and uh, we're going back to brian yeah, thank you well some intriguing uh, background to the exit poll there we'll be talking about that and the results they begin to come in with our panel i'm joined uh, here in studio by dr kieran Mean, head of history at university university of herefordshire by pat lee he was political editor of the Irish Times by Anna Rabbit, Fianna Fail TD, and by Alba Smith, co-director of Together for Yes. Thank you all for joining us this morning. Perhaps I can come first of all to you, Alba Smith. Uh, I don't know whether, when you were campaigning long and hard, not just recently but over many many years, uh, for repeal of the Eighth Amendment, you ever thought you'd be sitting in a studio talking about potentially, potentially an almost
5: seventy percent vote in favour of repeal. Uh, potentially, it's. Uh, no, I never thought that. <laughs> I think this is a really quite stunning indication of the result to come and. I know that all those of us who have been campaigning for a long time and all of the younger people that we've been campaigning with so hard over the past several months, uh, we are truly stunned and deeply relieved, deeply pleased, deeply grateful to the people of Ireland because this looks as if uh, we have come to a real, it's a real milestone. It's an incredibly significant change on a number of different levels, but very immediately, of course, for women who need abortion, it's absolutely extraordinary. You, you were talking to people. I'm sure hundreds of, yes, absolutely of people extraordinary. people on, on their doorsteps. Um,
6: what were you picking up in terms of the reasons why people were inclined to support repeal, support the proposition that you were you were backing?
5: I, th- I think the fundamental reason is that you know people felt that there there was there is a reality of abortion in Ireland and that it has been denied. And alongside that, with it, inside that there was this sense that women have been treated, and particularly women and their children, single women and their children, have been treated so badly, so callously for such a long time that it was time truly for us both to make amends but also to acknowledge, to recognise that reality. So it is this huge recognition of women that women absolutely matter. And I think that's the key to this.
6: Uh, Anne-Rabbit, you opposed uh, repeal, you were in favour of retaining the Eighth Amendment, but I think in the, in the door you, you voted in favour of holding the referendum, if I'm, Absolutely. If I'm not mistaken. So you, you, you felt it was appropriate that people at this time would have a chance to have their voices heard. Absolutely um, right. But when, when you look at these exit poll results, and if they are borne out by the end of the day, uh, uh, what do you think is telling us about Irish society and, the, and about the nature of the campaign that we've gone through in the last number of weeks?
4: Um, I think it was telling us that we're no longer a Conservative society. I think we might be traditional but we're not conservative and I also think that the fact that there was such a fantastic turnout yesterday gives an overwhelming and resounding support for what I was just after speaking about there and people have demonstrated and, and I'm privileged to and also all of us should be, to have lived through such a democracy as ruled yesterday and that's, that's really good.
6: It's a mandate. I mean, clearly, to, to, to if it's borne out again by the end of the day uh, for repeal of the Eighth Amendment. Uh, but is it, is it also a mandate then, in, in that case, for the legislation that the government has put forward—the heads of bill, the outline legislation that was presented?
4: Is it is actually, Brian. To be quite honest with you, so if you were to say to me, "Will I be supporting the legislation?" Of course I will, because with such a clear majority there, I think it's incumbent of elected representatives to listen to the voice of the people and what they have voted on yesterday and to support the will of the people.
6: Right, and would you hope that the Fianna Fáil party would take a position uh, in, in line with that, that your, your party, parliamentary party would back this legislation well, I know what it comes?
4: We haven't even spoken because, as you can see, it only came in at around half 11 last night, the news and everything else. But I myself, I'm speaking for myself and I'm saying I clearly supported a referendum. I clearly supported it coming out of the office Committee the first day ever to allow it to get into the door for the discussion for it to go to the Irish people. And I will still support the will of the Irish people all the way through Brian and me,
6: and you spent a lot of time look, looking at, the, at uh, recent Irish history and particularly from the point of view of the perspective of, of, of women in history. Uh, I mean, uh, you know, a lot of comment this morning talks about how, the, how women have spoken, but clearly if we look at this, as, if this is the final result, it's more than women who've, uh, who've delivered this. But what does it tell us about relations... Uh, uh, the, the role of women in society, the place of women in our society today, and the relationships between men and women. I
0: think it's really historic. If you go back to the foundation of the state, we've been institutionalising women, exporting them, stigmatising, uh, shaming them, but. Ireland has spoken and shown that it has trust in women, to go back to what Elvis said, uh, that women aren't second-class citizens anymore. But I think also what's really interesting is, is that so many men came out in favour of it as well. Uh, at the start of the campaign, we had a lot of men saying that this wasn't their issue, that it was a, a woman's um, choice or you know, for, for women to decide. Uh, but men have voted decisively as well. Uh, there's no ambiguity
6: there. It's a clear endorsement of, of change. Mm. Well, now we, we've been talking or listening uh, to to, uh, to Keelan and David talking about how people uh, reported uh, their, the the influences on them in, in the course of the, the campaign, which decided them how to vote uh, uh, for or against uh, uh, repeal. We spoke to some uh, voters uh, after they cast and so as they went to the polling stations uh, yesterday, and this is a little of what they had to say about uh, what made up their minds. I voted yes. Um, I have a lot of friends who this means a lot to, so it also means a lot to me. Um, I think people should have the right to choice.
0: I voted yes um, because I think it's time for Ireland to respect women and uh, to give them the opportunity to make a choice in a very difficult situation, so that's why I voted yes.
3: I voted no. I'm no 16 beautiful grand and
0: that's the reason. I voted yes, so I'm we're a healthcare professional. And I've seen the results of crisis pregnancies and fatal fetal abnormalities. So I'm placing my trust in women, basically. I
6: voted yes. And why? Because uh, I think you give the woman the option, you know. She has control over her own body.
0: I vote no. And
5: why?
0: I just felt that, like, they could have um, amended, like, you know, legislation and that, like, and I just, you know...
5: I just felt that it wasn't right to vote yes. I voted no, and have no doubt about why.
6: We could have legislated for exceptions. A lot of us may have been the yes side would the right to see something like that, but there's never been any will to do so.
0: I voted yes anyway. It's like, I feel like women should have a choice, and that, like, people don't know, kind of not giving people a choice a bit unfair, because you don't know people's circumstances, and it
5: could jump, and it happen anyway. I voted yes anyway, like, because it's not up to me. Like, I'm a man, but I'd say everyone should have the right to choose what they want to choose, really, like, i sure if it's certain no and that's in stone, sure every circumstance is different. differently.
4: I would have deliberated over if, you know, the other things, but the 12 weeks was just the one that made me vote no. I just felt that was just a step too far. I voted yes. Why was that?
5: Uh, because it's about women's health care, and it shouldn't be so restrictive that uh, women aren't given a choice and the ability to do what they need to do with their body. I voted
3: uh, yes for I think it's very personal, I eh? think. Um, shouldn't be in the constitution, should be legislated.
4: I know it's a bit of a sticky situation, but I voted yes, absolutely. Yeah, yeah, it's time for a change, I think, in Ireland. Yeah, I voted no, absolutely. You know, I sort of think that the wording isn't very good, you know, that it leaves it very open to abortion for 12 weeks, and I just think it, should, it
2: could have been possibly worded a bit better. I voted yes, and principally because. It's not particularly any of my business, I feel, what other people do with their bodies, so I just want to enable people to do what they want to do. I voted yes, because I think it's about time women were given their rights back. Well, not given back, but because they never really had them in the first place. So I think it's, it's, it's only right that we vote right vote yes. I voted to uh, canvass against this referendum in 1983. And it's a long time coming. Uh, so don't never really doubt in my mind or in my, any of my family's mind we all
4: voted yes huge decision and I, I struggled immensely with it and I still was very, very undecided towards the end but I had to go with my conscience and I voted no
6: the views of voters in Galway Limerick and Dublin yesterday. right i better <laughs> go and get uh, the go a cup of tea and get the dressed I think
1: I just gotta say that this is a very good Result, and uh, right, well, time for a cup of tea and a mini celebration in my kitchen. Do you hear that, Louis? I gotta make sure my dog he voted, he voted. You voted for appeal, didn't you, Louis? You did, yeah. And you're pleased, aren't you? Yeah, yeah. I could tell by the way he was blinking there that he's also very pleased with the result. The the result of the Irish referendum is not in yet. Uh, What's in are the results of the exit polls. And I moved away from the television a minute ago and I went in the kitchen, I made myself a cup of tea and I thought, how am I feeling? How am I feeling? And I decided I will write down what I'm feeling. And I'll put it where I put it. I said, well, I'll put it on Facebook. Um, so I did. I wrote something. And as I was writing, the, the first word that came to me of the whole thing was the word nervous, meaning that I, this is, you know, too good to be true, if you like, uh, the the figures that are being spoken about is something like 70% of the people voting yes. And, you know, my mind boggles at that, and I'm quite sure that just about, you know, I wouldn't meet a person, if I went out into the wider community, I wouldn't meet a person who predicted 70% vote for Yes. I've, I've even seen a politician you know, say she was going to vote no and now she's all in favour of yes. So, I mean, it means that a whole lot of politicians uh, sort of predicted to themselves that this will go to be more to their electoral advantage to be on the no side than to be on the yes side. So this is something... Big. So I wrote down the word nervous. Then I wrote edgy. And then the idea came to me. You know, this is nearly there. Nearly. Not quite, but nearly. So I wrote a poem. One of these poems which the first letter of the first word in each line makes up a word. So... In fact, I made up a little uh, poem called "Nearly There, Love." I, I added "Love" when I got to the end of "Nearly There," um, and it partly resonates in my head with uh, living in the UK, where people say "Love, Nearly There." We're nearly there, Love. But also, it it meant to say, or it does say to me. Love is nearly there. We're, we're, we're nearly there. We need the result. So here's the writing. Here's the writing. Nervous, edgy, almost in a dream, realizing it must be true. Loving what I'm hearing. Yippee. Thank goodness. Here comes celebration. Every warm heart voted yes. Ridding us of fear, everyone, hooray, live without hypocrisy, outstanding voices, victory over lies, exclaiming, exclaiming, nervous I am, edgy, yeah, definitely. I—I I mean, this is all the evidence is that the S have won. Uh, I'll—it's not that I want the every last vote to be counted, but I want to see the count results coming in almost in a dream. Yes, totally. Realizing it must be true. Well, realizing it must be true. Yeah, I have to accept it. Loving what I'm hearing. Yippee! Yeah. Exclaiming. Thank goodness, oh yeah, this is a relief. This is a relief, thank goodness. If if the result had gone the other way, I don't know. I would have felt so different. Life would have been so different. Here comes celebration, yeah. Welcome celebration. And then the line that I think is, you know, most controversial in the poem and is the one I most want to say, every warm heart voted Yes. because i have to say that when you approach it from the point of view of not what do people believe themselves not what do people want to do with their own lives but when you think of people who are out there determining what will affect everyone then i don't think the no people had warm hearts at all every warm heart voted yes i'm also saying that all the people who voted yes had a warm heart. Ridding us of fear. I mean, that is uh, uh, core to the whole thing. Fear of talking about it, fear of leaving the country to go and have an abortion, fear of what the prospect is of carrying a, a, a child into who may. Anyway, carrying a child when you don't want to carry a child everyone hooray that's like another exclaiming live without hypocrisy that's i did try for a while life without hypocrisy but i i i more wanted to say let us live without hypocrisy there's been so much hypocrisy outstanding voices i praise be outstanding voices Victory over lies. Yes, so many lies were told by the no side. But it isn't that. That wasn't just it. Lies, you know, people living a lie, having an abortion and not telling anybody, being ashamed of it. But this is victory over lies. And the last word in the poem, exclaiming. So that's it, nearly there, love. I'm pleased that I have written something about this whole, this whole abortion referendum. Okay, I feel better now, much, much, much better, because I've just listened to um, television reports about actual vote counting, and uh, it's true. It's true. There's, the uh, the vo- yes vote is uh, winning, and uh, winning with some uh, great margins. In particularly in urban areas, uh, some parts of uh, of Dublin are well over seventy percent, and uh, that's uh, fabulous. So. I'm, I'm breathing a big sigh of relief. I just am um, uh, cautious and prudent. There have been one or two times in the past in various places where it looked very much like as if one side was going to win. Mind you, that was general election in the UK more than anything else, I think. Um, everybody thought, you know, and I went to bed thinking, right, okay, this side has won. I didn't ever feel as strongly uh, in favor of a particular result in a general election that I can remember as I did in favor of this referendum in Ireland but it's just fabulous to hear uh, to hear of the, these results and uh, I mean <sighs> unthinkable what it would have been like to have woken up this morning and discovered the opposite. I would inevitably, if that happened, have questioned once again whether I did the right thing to bring my daughter back here from the UK. Um, but with the recent, uh, relatively recent uh, referendum result, uh, to enable people to get married, whatever their gender is, to whoever they wanted, um, called the marriage equality uh, referendum. That, which was carried by 63%, I think it was against whatever the numbers were 38%, or something like that. Well, that can't be right, can it? But anyway, the um, yeah, followed by this. I mean, it is uh, relatively recently that Ireland has even got the... has even voted in favour of the right for people to, to get divorced. Yeah, it's... No, you could say, well, this is the thing about having a written constitution. When you have a written constitution that uh, controls so much, one written in 1937, when the whole country was dominated by Roman Catholic social thinking, um, a constitution framed in that time—mind you, the Eighth Amendment was framed <laughs> uh, in the 1980s—and that's the thing that's being that has been repealed now. And uh, that was only voted in, uh, it seems. It turns out by about 50 two percent against 48 or something something you know that wasn't overwhelming it might even have been closer than that so it never was and there was a very low turnout i think only 30 percent of people voted Uh, somebody would have to check all these figures but there was a low turnout this is a much bigger turnout by a million miles and why why well uh, all sorts of reasons are being given for this all sorts of reasons and I'll just chip in one that I suspect I suspect that first of all a huge many 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 more um, uh, Irish people have had an abortion that is recorded anywhere so there are huge I believe stories I mean loads of Irish people went to the UK had an abortion never told anybody but then there are people who went to the UK and never revealed that they were Irish. That That's one thing. And then there are an awful lot of um, family situations where people have had abortions and the, the, the family, the extended family, know. And they know how... how fortunate, if you like, it was that the woman was able to have an abortion and they know um what life would have been like if if there hadn't been an ability to get have an abortion so and you know ultimately uh, i think the reason will be that the phrase a woman's right to choose is powerful i mean it's i find it irresistible because i I mean, I, it's ridiculous to say this. I put myself in the position of a woman, and I say, "What? Well, how would I feel if I, um, if I was constrained by a law from having the choice?" I mean, it's worth remembering that the vast, vast, vast majority of pregnant women carry their baby to term and are very pleased, and all of that. So, we're not talking about situation where every birth is a major moral well not moral but a major dilemma should I go ahead or should I not go ahead but but I I can barely touch on uh, an empathy understanding for all of the layers and layers and layers of emotion that a pregnant woman uh, generally, fields and all of the complexity the complexity of it uh, ranging from on the one hand you know complete enthousi- enthusiasm to huge amount of mixed feelings i'm sure about oh yeah grace it's great but this is scary stuff thank goodness there's such a massive release of hormones I, i'm told after the baby is born that all of those concerns about oh my god how am i going to manage this i'm not sure i want to go ahead with this oh dear this is completely going to change my life that all of those things are kind of swept aside nature's way i yeah, uh, i i have uh, have such <laughs> such a relief um the thing that had vexed me through this uh, campaign is about the question of what possibility is there of changing the mind of people you know there are there were people who said that they were undecided there were people who inevitably would have decided on a very uh, close consideration That they they weren't in favour of the government's proposals. Uh, You know what? what, How important is it to talk to the other side, if you like? There are people saying, well, uh, analysing the poll results, saying, look, this shows that people people say they haven't changed their mind at all during the election, during the during the referendum but i i've always well not always in fact i've changed my own stance in relation to you know politics i guess and this was polit- political matter people were trying to persuade other people of a point of view and carrying their point of view in and it was a political issue as well as political with a very small p and the uh, the idea that well I still have it that it's important to talk to the other side, there, there's where I stand really I was influenced, I've said it before by Daryl Davis and that's another story um, he spoke to the Ku Klux Klan and if, if Daryl Davis could speak to the Ku Klux Klan, he's a black American for 30 years um, who am I not to be willing to talk to supporters of no, supporters of Donald Trump supporters of, I don't know, all sorts of things I don't agree with because I have an ability to talk, I have an ability to think I have an ability to listen and why not use them? Of course, I have an ability to shout at the other side. I have an ability to not listen. I have an ability to, and there is an element uh, that in me that says it's very important to have solidarity on your own side. So don't overlook the need to, you know, buoy up the confidence of your own side by being quite explicit about your support. When you listen to Martin Luther King talking to people who didn't want him to go and speak in one of the American cities and elders in a church who didn't want this to happen, I remember listening to his speech, well, on playback. He spoke with a mixture of huge respect and I wish the word um, the word uncompromising didn't have pejorative uh, connotations, but and, but with strength, and without in any way apologising for the strength of feeling that and the reasons for the feelings of the people against the condemnation. And the accusation that he was going to stir up trouble. I'm a long way from abortion now, but I kind of feel I've let my mind roam on on connected matters because of exclaiming, exclaiming the result.